This is ESPN New Hampshire, WGAM, Manchester, WGHM, Nashua. Welcome back to the Stretch Run here on ESPN New Hampshire. We are live from Buffalo Wild Wings in Concord, New Hampshire, 8 Loudon Road. Come on by, say hello. we got great specials going on. $3.49, Bud, Bud Light Talls, $4.99, Goose Island IPAs, and of course it is Boneless Thursday. You can get Boneless Wings for $0.65 cents here at Buffalo Wild Wings. Concord, New Hampshire, right off the highway. Come on by and say hello. We are right by the bar. And what a beautiful bar it is. Tons of beers on tap. I could not give the exact count right now because my eyes just aren't that good anymore because I am the old man. But you know what? The old man is still going to beat the uh, the young up-and-coming rookie here. We're going to make a comeback. We're going to go back and forth like a, like a heavyweight battle, Sully. Yeah, I don't know That's about that. That's what's going to happen here, my friend. I don't so know about what, that. Did you have did you have a chance to check our standings, I my can't, friend? I couldn't find the email, but I think you. I think I'm up by right. one game. I am gonna I'm gonna pull it up right now as we as we speak because we, we need we need to have the exact count as we, we go know. in, my friend. This is this yeah. is this is a tight battle now. This is this is real. I had a lead on you. I thought I had this pretty much you know in control, and then you made a couple big comebacks on me, and now we're pretty close. Okay, so you went. It was. Six, I was 69 and 68, all right, and you were 67, 69. That makes sense? Yeah. All right. So you went 9 and 7, and that gets you to 76 and 75. I went... Six and nine, so that gets me to seventy-four and seventy-seven, and that's where we stand, my friend. Hmm. It's tight, All right? It's a close battle, Tony. It's tight. Yeah, that is that is tight, my friend. We're we are neck and neck, neck and neck here as we go into down the, to the uh, last three weeks. It is, it is, my friend. And let's get right to it right now. Uh, we start with tonight, the wonderful game that everyone's looking forward to, the Poop Fest. The Poop Fest Bowl, Sully. Yeah. Who are you liking, the uh, Rams or <laughs> the Seahawks? Well, and we've got, uh, what I've got the uh, spread at right now, the Seattle Seahawks are minus 15. Yeah, I listening earlier to Christian and King, Christian picked the Rams and immediately said, why did I just pick the Rams? 
Why would you Why would you pick the Rams right now in the situation they're in? Short he doesn't week, want to give those points. That's why. Short week. They just fired their coach. They're the worst offense in the league, facing one of the better defenses in the league. Seattle's out for revenge right now. They just got smacked. They're going to blow them out. Really. They're going to blow them out at home. No chance that the Rams win this game. Seattle. Give me, I I picked him at, when I looked at the spread, it was 16. I picked him with 16. So give me Seattle. Okay, Seahawks minus 15 for Sully. I'll say the same. I'm going to 31-3 as the final. Yeah, they're going to blow him out. It's just going to be it's it's going to be a, a poop Especially fest. that place, too. That yeah. That's, like, talk about throwing the poor kid Goff into the, the lion's den there. Yeah, good, good I luck. I mean, that place is going to be rocking. That it, like on a, on a Thursday night, coming off a loss, and, and oh by the way, so what time's game time here? It's eight fifteen, right? Eight thirty yeah. somewhere around. Yep. Okay, so that means it's five fifteen there. Okay, <laughs> you know happy, happy hour, hour is just starting. <laughs> okay, you know people are already cutting out of work. They cut out of work probably right around now. They're flooding the bars around the stadium right now. They're flooding the parking lot, starting a tailgate, it, it, day drinking. Okay, for a night game. It's gonna be just there's no debauchery. shot. There's no there's no way the Rams are going to even come close to this. I really if they do, man, that is uh, one of the biggest upsets ever. It, uh, absolutely, but it's not gonna happen. But uh, listen, we've got the Saturday night game starting up as they always do around the holidays, Sully, and uh, it's not exactly an appetizing game for anyone uh, outside of Miami or New York. But it is an AFC East division battle. Chances are these teams are gonna they're gonna duke it out. Uh, the Dolphins are playing for their playoff life. They still are mathematically alive. The Jets, uh, well, the Jets or the J E T S sucks, sucks, sucks. Of course. Who do you like in this? The Dolphins are minus two and a half favorites on the road at MetLife Stadium, Saturday night game in the against their rival, the Jets. Uh, I have the Jets, and simply because the starting quarterback for your Miami Dolphins is now Matt Moore. Who might as well be a Benjamin Moore paint seller. I could care less who this guy is. There's no way that the Jets defense is going to let them let them run up and down on them. I just I can't see that. And as bad as the Jets are, I know the Jets are horrible, but they still have talent on the defensive side of the ball. I something's got to give here, and, and I just I can't see Matt Moore taking Miami Dolphins to a win here. Okay, my man, and I'm just letting you know your sound is going in and out. I don't know if uh, you're veering away from the mic there, but. Uh I don't nope. know if we got a bad connection. Probably so just, bad. Okay, we're good. You good? Yeah. Nah, you still sound pretty far away. Now we good? Give me another test there. Yeah? You, you're great now. Okay. There it is. There's that Sully voice. I, I, All right. I'm blasting let's it get, now. <laughs> let's get into the Sunday games. Uh, Sunday, 1 o'clock. So we'll start off with the upstart Detroit Lions traveling into MetLife Stadium. Wow. Quick turnaround for the uh, grounds crew at MetLife Stadium there. One o'clock game after a night game. The Giants hosting the Lions. The Giants are also an upstart team right now. A minus four. They're coming off the biggest win of the season against the Dallas Cowboys. Who do you like? Uh, I like the Giants. I think that they, they showed me something in that game. They showed me something on Sunday night. And Cole, Cole Wright's been saying it forever now. They're, they're the team that can surprise some people. And I think that it's no longer a surprise. They're a legit team. they got a legit defense. And they showed me something on Sunday. Well, I wish there was like a condition I could put into this where I could say, uh, if the Lions are trailing in the fourth quarter, <laughs> I take the Lions. Because it's like they insist they will not win unless they're losing they have to in be the last down. five minutes. They have to be down. Yeah. 
it's like this mental block, but I'm still going to take the Lions. Um, I, I, I just love the way Matt Stafford's playing right now. Uh, he's facing a tough defense. Uh, as Cole, as you pointed out there, has pointed out that D has been uh, very underrated. They're tough, but I, I, I just think the Lions sneak up on him here. Uh, they may not win, but I think they cover the four. I think it's a field goal type game. Give me the Lions plus four. Let's go to Baltimore, where the Baltimore Ravens are hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. They are minus five and a half point favorites over the Eagles after a tough, tough loss where they were essentially dominated. If not for special teams bloopers on the side Cyrus of the Jones. Patriots, I mean, they they got killed, yeah. and, and there's no ifs and buts about it. And, and for anyone to say that they hung with them and and, and you know they could have won, no, they they got killed. And they got what they deserved. They talked a lot of trash, and they they ate it. And uh, the Ravens are minus five and a half point favorites over the sinking Eagles. Who do you like? Uh, I have the Ravens, and this is basically uh, captain checkdown versus lieutenant checkdown. Uh, Carson Wentz and Joe Flacco checkdown <laughs> more than anybody I've ever seen any quarterback. They just it's a check. They're both their offenses are just checking it down to the running back. Uh, I have to think that. Yes, Baltimore absolutely got dominated, but Philadelphia is not New England. It's not the same offense, not even close. And Baltimore's defense is a good defense, just the Patriots' offense was better last weekend. So I would like to think that Baltimore is going to have a bounce back here and and get take care of business here. All right, I'm going the other way. I'm, I'm loving dogs this you week. You like captain checkdown? <laughs> plus five and a half. Yep, yep. So I'm taking two dogs already, my friend. Uh, give me the Eagles plus five and a half. I will uh, look at this other game that we're about to see, the Chicago Bears hosting the Green Bay Packers, and I agree with everything that Mario Magola pointed out there. I think this is a complete trap game. Uh, I, I think the Packers might squeeze it out in the end, but give me the five and a half. I like the Bears. Who do you like? Uh, I'm with the Packers. Uh, I'm with the Packers simply because they're, they're playing well right now, and yes, this is absolutely the perfect scenario for a trap game, but I think that they've... They've dealt with enough this year where they feel like they, they got a chance here. They feel like they, they have to prove some people wrong here, and I think they're just going to continue doing what they've been doing the last couple weeks and win this game. All right. The Indianapolis Colts, probably one of the most fraudulent teams in the NFL. I don't know why everybody's always so high on these guys. At what point do we accept that they simply <laughs> suck? The Indianapolis Colts go into Minnesota they take on the Minnesota Vikings, who themselves have had a horrible second half, but the Vikings are four-point favorites at home to the Colts. Who do you like? Minnesota. Home and a really good defense. I mean, that's got to that's gotta mean something, right? Give me Minnesota. Yeah, I'm with you on this. Uh, that defense is going to eat Andrew Luck up alive. I mean, if, if Andrew Luck couldn't beat the Houston Texans at home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's like, come on, man. He's just he's so overrated. I'm saying, like, at what point do we just be like, all right. I agree. This, he's not what we thought he was. You know, okay, here we go. The Buffalo Bills are at home. I never thought I'd say this at any point during this season, but the Buffalo Bills are 10-point favorites <laughs> over Cause it's the, Browns. the lowly Browns. Every week we think it's the Browns, right? Gabe tells us they're going to do it this week. This is it, Poop man. Fest. This is the big one. Poop fest. No. 
I, you know what? I'm taking the Bills. Ten-point favorites. Give me the Bills over the Browns. And, and Tyrod Taylor better have a good game for me because I got him going in the fantasy playoffs. I'm right with you, uh, Bills. There's no way the Browns win this week. There's no way. I think the Browns are going to lose every game this year. There's no way. They, they missed their opportunity earlier in the season. At this point, they might just want to. They, they might as well, know? right? They might as well get the first pick yeah, and, might as well and find yourself a freaking quarterback. Find yourself a quarterback. Draft oh. a quarterback. Please, for the love of God. How many quarterbacks have well, they got? Uh, Tim Couch, RG3. How many bad quarterbacks do you need? Johnny Manziel. Find a quarterback, please. Yeah, there's a, there's a good there's a good one leaving Notre Dame. Pretty Deshaun good. Deshaun Kaiser, he's entering the draft. I don't know if he's ready, though. But anyhow, the Buffalo Bills, we both agree, 10-point favorites in Buffalo. Let's keep it going here with the 1 o'clocks. The Tennessee Titans at the Kansas City Chiefs. Arrowhead will be rocking again. Another. Uh, they've had a long layoff after the Thursday night win over the Oakland Raiders. They host the upstart Tennessee Titans. The Chiefs are five-point favorites at home. Who do you like? Uh, I have the Chiefs. I have the Chiefs. Everything you just said, you nailed it. Rockin' crowd. Long time to game plan for it. I, I just I can't see KC losing to Tennessee right now. I think they're they're in a prime position right now to, to make some noise and, and prove some people again, show some people that they're they're a legit team. Okay, I will take the Chiefs as well. Uh, minus five. Uh, let's go. We referenced the Houston Texans. Uh, they are six-point favorites at home against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Who do you like? Uh, I have the Texans. I, I hate this game. I think both teams are terrible. I think they're both awful, awful teams. They have, they're not going any, any sort of direction right now. Brock Osweiler is by far the most overrated quarterback I've ever seen. And I, I, I can't see where this game is intriguing at all, but I have to go with Houston. I just have to go with Houston. I think the Jaguars are going down a, a tube. They don't want to go down. Gus Bradley's about to get fired. They're a mess right now, so give me Houston. All right. The Cincinnati Bengals are hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Bungles are three-point underdogs to the uh, upstart Pittsburgh Steelers. Who do you like? Pittsburgh. Give me Pittsburgh. All right. I'm going to go with you on that one. Steelers minus three. And we go into the 4 o'clocks on Sunday. Let's start with the New Orleans Saints at the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals have been playing better as of late. The Saints coming off a tough loss to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Saints are two and a half dogs on the road in Arizona. Who do you like? Uh, Arizona. The Saints just can't play on the road, period. They can't play on the road, and they're facing a really good defense. All right, cards minus two and a half. I'll have to agree with you on that as well. Uh... Let's go. By the way, I'm going to change my Bengals pick. I'm taking the Bungles. Hmm, the Bungles. Yep. It's a sneaky game. Taking the Bungles plus the three. This is a sneaky game, I think. Uh, let's continue on right now. The San Francisco 49ers visit the Atlanta Falcons. They are 13.5-point underdogs to the Falcons, uh, who I, I hear... Uh, we'll be playing the Jack Jack song in honor of former running back Jamal Anderson. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a good story there. I have the uh, convenience store beware. Yes, I <laughs> I have the Falcons in this one. Uh, San Fran, like Jacksonville, like the other teams I've mentioned, are just going in a direction that they really don't have a direction they're going in right now. Colin Kaepernick has played pretty well, but he can't do it by himself. I have the Falcons. Okay, I'll take the Falcons as well. Uh, minus 13 and a half is a lot of points, but I'll it still is a take lot. it. I, that's the one thing that I, I'm wary of, but I'm still taking the Falcons there. The Oakland Raiders and the San Diego Chargers 
are going to hook up for an old-school AFC West battle. The Chargers really nothing to play for but pride in screwing up the Raiders' season. They are three-point underdogs at what used to be known as the Murph. Who do you like? Uh, I like the Raiders. Give me Oakland. Okay. I <laughs> will go with you know who. <laughs> I won't play it for you. I won't I won't San Diego. I won't I won't uh, screw you up on that one. All right. All right. Chargers plus 3 for me. Let's get to the game that everyone is talking about here and we will continue to talk about in this show as we welcome on Bill Burt from Lawrence Eagle Tribune at 440 and then Cameron Wolf of the Denver Post at 505 but right now Give me your pick for the game, the New England Patriots at the Denver Broncos. Patriots are three-point favorites on the road in a in a place where they hardly ever win. Who do you like? Yes, they, they never win in Denver. Tom Brady has been horrible in Denver. They've had struggles with the offensive line. But I'm going with the Pats. I think this is this is where they last week showed me that they're they're not messing around this year. They they need that number one seed. They they want to prove some people wrong. Tom Brady is fired up as always. I think they go in there and they finally take care of business, get the monkey off their back, and get the win in Denver and prove to people that they can win in Denver and, and, and just get rid of this monkey because I, I think Tom Brady's on a whole nother level and he's clearly fired up. We saw it last week, how, how energized he was. The whole team rallies around him. They win. All right, we go to Dallas. The Dallas Cowboys coming off. A tough loss in New York. I don't know what it is, but the Giants got their number. But will the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the road, the upstart Buccaneers have their number. The Bucks are seven-point underdogs to the Cowboys. Who do you like? Uh, I like the Cowboys. I like the Cowboys. The Bucks are 21st in rush defense, and Elliott's going to run on them. They're going to control the pace, and they'll, take, they'll, they'll win this one. They'll take the seven points there. I'm going to go with the Bucks going to ride that train right Keep now. Riding Bucks Keep riding plus that train. Seven. Uh, and then we go to Monday Night Football. That was a Sunday night game. We go to Monday Night Football. The Carolina Panthers with nothing to play for but pride, which I don't even know if they still have. Nope, they don't have it. They are six and a half point underdogs to the Washington Redskins who do still have something to play for. Who do you like in this? Uh, I like the Redskins. I think Josh Norman comes out and uh, rubs it it's in Carolina's face. birthday today, by the way. Rubs it in Carolina's face. They're, he's just going to rub it in Carolina's face. He has one, at least one pick in this game, and the Redskins take care of business. All right. I'm going to take the Skins as well. Minus six and a half. And there we have it. We will see who comes out on top. I wish you luck, young Jedi. Let's, uh, let's tee it up. And when we come back here in the stretch run... On ESPN New Hampshire, we're going to go uh, a little back in time to yesterday and listen to Bill Belichick. Uh, we usually play him on Wednesday. Uh, we didn't get a chance, so we will play you a portion of his press conference, and then we will welcome on Bill Burt of the Lawrence Eagle Tribune to discuss that and look ahead to the Broncos-Patriots game on Sunday. So stay with us. The Stretch Run will be back live from Buffalo Wild Wings in Concord, New Hampshire. I've made a life out of reading people's faces. Knowing what their cards were by the way they held their eyes And if you don't mind my saying I would say you're out of aces And for one taste of your whiskey I will give you some advice So I handed him my bottle And he drank down my last swallow Then he bummed a cigarette Then he bummed the light The night got deathly quiet and his face lost all expression He said, if you're gonna play the game, boy You 
better learn to play it right Cause every gambler knows that the secret to survival Is knowing what to throw away You're listening to The Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy. Stay tuned for The Right Time with Bomani Jones. Only here on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. ESPNNHradio.com This is the most beautiful thing I ever seen. Find the latest schedules, show blogs, podcasts, and all the breaking sports news in our area. From high school to the pros. Awesome. Want some new apparel? Yeah, baby. (laughs) Visit ESPNNHradio.com for shirts, hats, and all things ESPN New Hampshire. Woo! We've got it all here. Just visit our website at ESPNNHradio.com your business in search of commercial property. Garrison Glen Corporate Park, located in Exeter, New Hampshire, is a highly desirable suburban business park located just 10 minutes from Portsmouth. There are four lots remaining, ranging in size from approximately 10 to 20 acres. That's Garrison Glen Corporate Park in Exeter. Don't let this opportunity slip away. For more information and other property listings, visit CushmanandWakefield.com. CushmanandWakefield.com. Map out an adventure your whole family will always remember. Disney on Ice presents Passport to Adventure. Journey across the African plains with Simba, Timon, and Pumbaa. Fly off to Neverland with Peter Pan and Tinkerbell. Explore the underwater world of Ariel, Flounder, and Sebastian. And trek through Arendelle with Anna, Elsa, and Olaf from Disney's Frozen. The journey begins in your hometown. Playing January 26th through 29th at SNHU Arena in Manchester. Tickets are on sale now. Visit DisneyOnIce.com today. Hi, I'm Liz. Welcome to Lowell Jewelry and Loan. The economy is pretty rough right now, and if you're looking for a short-term loan, banks aren't making it any easier. Sometimes it can take up to 60 days to get approved. That's crazy! We truly are in the business to lend money and put cash in your hands instantly. Bring in any item and we'll give you cash. We also give you four months before making your first payment. Call or come see us today. Our reputation is impeccable. Lowell Jewelry and Loan on Merrimack Street. In southern New Hampshire, there's only one choice when it comes to the best in orthopedic care. New Hampshire Orthopedic Center has been providing award-winning treatment for all orthopedic conditions for over 40 years. Chances are one of our physicians has helped someone you know get back in motion. Voted best orthopedic office by union leader three years running. Voted top doctors 30 times by peers in New Hampshire Magazine. Tell your primary care physician you'd like to see a specialist at New Hampshire Orthopedic Center. We keep bodies in motion. Visit NHOC.com for more information. You've probably heard me talk about this sleep number bed, how it's changed the way I sleep. My sleep number is 60. I've had the bed for over six years now. This bed, this mattress, has helped improve the lives of close to 8 million people. Sleep number's done it again, though. they got something called dual temp. It's a revolutionary temperature balancing layer with active air technology. The dual temp can be added to any mattress, even if you don't have a sleep number bed. Active Air Technology heats or cools each side with a simple touch of a button. From head-to-toe comfort, just like the Sleep Number bed, it's dual-sided, so you can select the ideal temperature and sleep exactly the way you would like. Only one place in the world where you're going to find the dual-temp layer, that's a Sleep Number store near you. Tell them I sent you. Right now, they got great innovations there. they got sales going on as well. Up to $800 off Sleep Number, Memory Foam, and iSeries bed sets. There's 400 Sleep Number stores nationwide. Find one near you by calling 1-800-SLEEP-25. 1-800-SLEEP-25. Have you been putting off a home improvement project because your budget's a little tight? 
will put it off no longer. Nashville Wallpaper is your one-stop decorating center for cabinets, countertops, paint and supplies, window treatments, and especially wallpaper and flooring. They offer wall coverings for your commercial, designer, and residential properties and work with top brands to give you the floor that you're looking for. Find out more at NashuaPaint.com. Are you tired of that same old hairstyle? Do you find yourself pacing up and down the hair care aisle looking for that right look? Now is the time to let Fausto from Manchester give you that new look. Fausto will transform your look from the same old same to show-stopping in one visit. Call or text Fausto today at 603-674-7255. That's 603-674-7255. Call now before the holidays pass you by. How would you like your office to be located in the heart of downtown Manchester? The former Ted Hebert's building at 922 Elm Street is ready to house your business. With over 28,000 square feet available, the time is right for your business to maximize this rare opportunity. Again, there is now office space available at 922 Elm Street, the old Ted Hebert's building, but it won't last long. Contact Tom Finney at 603-647-6800 or visit loopnet.com. This is where the sports fans tune for every big game. Ah! It's ESPN New Hampshire. I've said enough. I know you're excited to hear Mr. Belichick talk. Mr. Excitement himself, the head coach in New England Patriots. Oh, the best coach ever, but, I mean, let's, let's be real. Not exactly uh, riveting talk all the time, but there, there were some good things in there, some interesting stuff he said uh, as he prepares his team for the Denver Broncos, and uh, we will go to that right now. So, all right, well, back. it's uh, you know, always uh, impressive when you watch the Broncos um, play. Um, as usual, they have a very good football team, uh, well coached. I think that uh, you know, Coach Kubiak and his staff do, a, do an excellent job, uh, as they always do offensively, um, defensively, special teams. They have very experienced uh, coordinators. Their schemes and their systems are uh, well established and had a great history of production and uh, successful plays with them. That continues to be the case. So. Um, obviously, a lot of great players uh, in all three phases of the game. Very good defensively. So great, great defense. A lot of, a lot of outstanding players at all three levels. 
and um, you know they do a good job of taking the ball away. Turnovers, they've capitalized on those turnovers and turn them into uh, more points than anybody else in the league. So ball security and decision making will be be really important for us there. Um, you know, offensively, it's always a, a good game plan. Have a good game plan attack. Um, Coach Kubiak does a good good job of keeping the defense off balance with um, his attack, running game, play actions, dropbacks, empty formations, things like that. Um, do a good job of creating mismatches on personnel, and uh, you really have to handle their good players, but also mentally do a good job of being in the right place and having the assignments right. And uh, they're very aggressive in a kicking game. They're fast, cover well. Um, they're a good rush team. Uh, beat beat New Orleans obviously on the block PAT, but uh, they put a lot of pressure on on the specialists to, and the protection units uh, for the uh, for the kickers and the punters. Um, again, very fast coverage team that um, does a good job creating field position. McManus, you know, strong leg. Uh, rookie punters done a good job for them, so they've it's good and good football. Uh, team from top to bottom, well coached, good players, um, great environment out there, be an intense, intense atmosphere, I'm sure, and uh, a big, big challenge for us this week. Got to do a good job preparing and being ready to go and being able to uh, handle their speed and their aggressiveness um, you know, on the road. So, so we're working on. Team's first trip there since last year's AFC title game. How relevant is that game in your preparations? Um, yeah, we will definitely watch it. Yeah. Same coaches, same. So probably you know some similar X's and O's. There's a few moving parts in terms of personnel that are different. There's a lot that are the same. Um, but yeah, it's definitely been a reference point. Kubiak's offense. Obviously, you guys are, are familiar with it. How have you seen Simeon run that offense, and um, what is it about his skill set that allows him to, to perform in that offense? Yeah, well, of course, he's been there, so he's got some experience with it. Uh, first opportunity to you know, play a lot in it, uh, other than preseason, but last year. But um, he's athletic. He's got a good arm. He's thrown the ball well last four or five weeks. You know, been over 300 yards every every week. Uh, receivers are. Got two two great receivers, uh, but you know a lot of other guys that um, Fowler and Norwood, and um, you know they they do a good job of spreading the ball around. Uh, besides Sanders and Thomas, I mean those are the two guys that you obviously have to stop. But uh, they have other explosive players. He does a good job of getting the ball down the field. But whether it's drop back, play action, uh, quarterback movement plays, uh, he's he's shown effectiveness on all of them. When you're going up against two great receivers like Sanders and Thomas, do you basically just have to pick on a play-to-play basis which one to focus a little bit more attention on, or is that a difficult process? Um, yeah, you have some kind of plan for it. Yeah, you have to figure out how you want to handle it. It's, it's a lot easier when you don't have to worry about one guy, but when you got two guys like that, it definitely puts a lot of stress on on the defense. So yeah, you have to take all those things into consideration. How much you want to give up the rush to cover? 
how much you want to give up the coverage to rush, if you balance it, how much you can balance it, how light are you somewhere else. So you still got to stop the running game. You got to stop, you know, a lot of other things you got to stop. I mean, not every pass goes to one of them, but if they hit a big one, that you know, that's the end of the, it could be the end of the drive too. So you got to, yeah, they're tough to defend. What have you seen from AJ Derby since he, he's been there? Um, yeah, they use him as you know part of their rotation at that position. Other than the fact that they, they're usually a good team, what makes <coughs> Mile High so difficult uh, in terms of place to play? Yeah, I mean, play on the road. You know, half our games on the road. They're a good team. I mean, that's. Put a good team anywhere. They're a good team. Bill, how much uh, development have you seen from the interior of your offensive line? You have three young players there, Mason, Tooney, Andrews, but it seems like all of them have um, progressed as the season's gone on. Well, for Shaq and David, the second year is always, usually always, a, a year of growth, just having that year under their belt on every, on every aspect of uh, football training, preparing, knowing what they expect from the other team, knowing what we do a little bit better, just really all of it. Uh, you know, and in Joe's case, just getting familiar with their offense, being more, uh, you know, he's played playing with uh, obviously Nate and David in his second year, but he's got a couple experienced players, um, you know, that he's working with as well. So just think the overall coordination. Um, of the group and function of the group together, uh, we're just working together, communicating together, seeing, seeing things, just reacting. That just split second reaction can make all the difference in the world. So, um, you know, the better we are at that, the better those guys are doing it together. Um, that's all. They're all positives. Well, how much does the mentality of a tough running game, a so-called tough running game, start with those guys, especially in the middle of the offensive line? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, they're a part of it. Yeah, the line, the backs, the fullback, the tight end, uh, the running back. Um, yeah, it's not always about you know pounding your head into a wall. It's sometimes it's about creating plays in space and you know finding ways to run the ball, get the ball uh, to a good back with some space to work with, and good backs can make yards on their own. So however you get to that, whether it's a power play. Uh, Toss play, a draw. I mean, it could be a lot of different things, but you, you know, really, you're just trying to get the ball in space to a guy that can do something with it. Along those lines, yesterday Josh McDaniels talked about a good measure of the team's toughness is when you can run the ball when the opponent knows that you're running it. And I'm curious what you've noticed from your team in that area. Of yeah. Well, I mean, look, I think that's how you, you have to win in this league. I mean, at some point you're going to have to run it when they know you're going to run it. You're going to have to throw it when they know you're going to throw it. You're going to have to defend the pass when you know they're going to throw it. And you're going to have to defend the run when you know they're going to run it. And, you know, you've got to be able to play in those situations once they declare. Um, if you can't do it at that point, then you're probably looking at not a good result. So that's sure to be able to to be able to run the ball when they know you're going to run it. You know they're going to you know you're going to run it, and you're able to still run the clock out or or get those yards that you need. Uh, 
because at that point it's yards and time more than points, most likely. And there is Bill Belichick uh, looking ahead right now to the Denver Broncos game in Denver this Sunday. Uh, I was hearing earlier today that they uh, they weren't supposed to practice outside tomorrow, but there is some talk they might. We'll, uh, we'll get that uh, info if we can from Bill Burt, Lawrence Eagle Tribune in the next segment. Uh, maybe a good idea. It's supposed to be freezing cold in uh, Denver, and it's going to be bitter cold here tomorrow, so kind of get that practice there you never know it might be a good idea we'll see we'll get that and more from bill burt lawrence eagle tribune here on a stretch run on espn new hampshire we'll be back one night in a snowstorm bill didn't come home and that was the last time he would be seen he used to sing her sweet love songs at christmas they walked hand in hand through the fields and one time he picked her a dozen camellias said, I love you forever, my sweet Josephine. Camellias for Christmas. She cried more tears than stars up in the sky. She waited there night after night. Praying someday she might see him again Now year after year and tear after tear She just couldn't give up on Bill But her father It's the Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy Weekdays from 3 to 6 right here on ESPN New Hampshire The Apple Therapy Student Athlete of the Month is brought to you by Apple Therapy. Visit AppleTherapy.com. This is Laura Remillard with ESPN New Hampshire Student Athlete of the Month of November with Gabrielle Masseur from Nashua North. How are you? Thank you so much. You broke Nashua North's high school across goal record as a junior. So that was obviously a really special game. We were playing against Merrimack. Definitely a really great game and it was really exciting, but I couldn't have done it without my teammates helping me out and getting the ball and feeding it to me and their support and my coaches' support. What's your favorite thing about playing lacrosse? So I love getting the ball and transitioning it from whether it be defense to offense, getting it from the draw and just like sprinting down as fast as I can and getting it to my team. I really like the teamwork and effort. On here I'm seeing some volunteer work at the Nashua Soup Kitchen. Yep, I'm involved a lot in like with my school and like sports in my community. National Food Kitchens won. I'm also Vice President of National Honor Society. I'm a leader in Italian Connections. I'm a leader in Team Titan. I'm actually the secretary of the class of 2017. And where are you looking at going to school, Gabby? I'm actually committed to play um, lacrosse at UNH. What is your inspiration to go above and beyond? My parents have always been there to support me and to believe in me, and I think that has really helped me become like the athlete I am and always reach for the stars and to go with all my heart, push to be the athlete and the person I am. So they definitely inspire me so much. That was Gabby. Gabrielle Masseur from Nashua North, Apple Therapy Student Athlete of the Month. Nominate your son or daughter. Sign up now at ESPNNHradio.com. With six New Hampshire locations, Apple Therapy's comprehensive orthopedic rehabilitation clinics offer convenient access to a wide variety of services. Apple Therapy uses the latest technology and treatment techniques such as trigger point dry needling, active release techniques, running gait video analysis, and Graston technique. Plus, they are networked to most providers and all insurance companies. Apple Therapy is located in Amherst, Bedford, Manchester, Nashua, Londonderry, and Executive Health Club. For more information and access to their video library, visit AppleTherapy.com. 
Celebrate twice the holiday season with Metro PCS. Right now, switch to Metro PCS and get two free Samsung Galaxy On 5 smartphones, sales tax not included. Plus, Metro PCS is on the 4G LTE T-Mobile network, so you'll have the nationwide coverage and fast speed to make the most of your two free smartphones. For a limited time, add a line to select plans and get 8 gigabytes of data for only 30 bucks. Swing by Metro PCS and check two free Samsung Galaxy smartphones off your list. Metro PCS, wireless figured out. It doesn't have to be golf season to enjoy everything the Atkinson Resort and Country Club has to offer. Open to the public seven days a week, Atkinson Resort and Country Club features two restaurants, Merrill's Tavern, a great place to watch sports or to try your hand at virtual indoor golf, and the Stagecoach Grill serving lunch and dinner daily. The Atkinson Resort and Country Club is also one of New England's highest rated wedding venues and boasts over 15,000 square feet of conference space. The Atkinson Resort and Country Club in Atkinson, New Hampshire. Online at AtkinsonResort.com. The year-end holiday event is going on now at North End Subaru in Lunenburg. From now until January 3rd, get 0% financing for 63 months on select Subaru models. Make no payments until March and get a $250 gift card just in time for the holidays. Legacy, Impreza, Forester, Outback, over 350 vehicles in stock. You're one click away from great holiday savings at BuyNorthEndSubaru.com. See Peter Rigo to BuyNorthEndSubaru.com for details. Offer ends January 3rd. Best sports coverage in New England. Make sure you tune in to ESPN New Hampshire. One side is DeMarcus Ware, Von Miller, and if you just keep putting your tackles one-on-one against these two guys, crowd noise, they're fast, they're going to get there quick. I ain't afraid of no games. It's not Halloween. No, that's not why uh, I had Mr. Sullivan play Ghostbusters coming in here to the stretch run on ESPN New Hampshire. Live from Buffalo Wild Wings in Concord, New Hampshire. Eight Loudon Road. No, I'm playing Ghostbusters because uh, that's that's what the Patriots need to call when they go to Denver. Because there have been plenty of ghosts that have haunted them over the years. I mean, we're going way back to the 80s. All the way up until now. Even throughout the course of Tom Brady's career. The where he has become arguably the best quarterback to ever live in the NFL. He himself has fought the ghosts of Mile High. And on to talk about that, 
and look ahead to the game and also some breaking Patriots news in the last half hour as the New England Patriots have signed Michael Floyd off waivers. He was cut by the Arizona Cardinals following a uh, driving under the influence charge and he is now a member of your New England Patriots and on to talk about that and all things Patriots is Bill Burt of the Lawrence Eagle Tribune. How are you Bill? Hey, how are you? I've been uh, out and about. In fact, I just heard that just about a minute ago. Uh, sounds like an interesting pickup. Um, and they need a little help in that area. Uh, and, um, um, you know, not so much this week, uh, but I think going forward in January, I think that's a that's a nice addition. Uh, now, <laughs> they got him in, you know, let's, let's go back to two, uh, 2014 when they picked up LeGarrette Blount for being a bad teammate. Uh, now he's, you know, Mr. Good Guy and, uh, you know, having a great career. Um, not calling this, you know, being a bad teammate, you know, DUI is DUI, but uh, definitely still a player. And uh, I think they have so much going wrong right now in Arizona that's uh, probably not surprising to Yeah, my thing is, and look, I, could it be a good pickup? Sure. I mean, it's worth a try. Yeah. I, I, but at the same time, you know, in a, in a league that, um, I don't know if condones is maybe a strong word, but turns a blind eye to domestic violence and many other things a lot more serious than drinking and driving, I find it odd that a NFL team releases a player simply based on that, which leads me to believe there's a lot more to Michael Floyd and his relationship with that team than we may know. And, yeah. and Knowing the Patriots, though, uh, you you would think they've done their due diligence. And like you said, hey, he may be picked up today and he may be released in a week. Who knows? I mean, it's probably not immediate help, but it can't hurt to have an extra body for Tom Brady to throw to should it actually work out. But I was just sort of stunned, not so much that the Patriots picked him up. I was more stunned that he was released. I, I just was like, really? <laughs> I mean, you've well, got teams. Over. You could they're shoot a guy, uh, Bill, and you, you still have a job in the NFL, you know? Well, if they were, you know, thirteen and three or whatever, Patriots, let's say twelve and one, uh, eleven and two, uh, I don't think this would have happened. Uh, I believe this is the last year of his contract, and so, okay. um, so it's a it fits, and um, you know, Pats have a need and uh, have a couple needs, but uh, this going forward really has zero effect on uh, what happens this weekend. In fact, I, I'm not, you know, I don't know what the timing is. Uh, it just seems like it's a little quick. Uh, yeah, I guess I, I guess it's been done before. Um, practice yeah. tomorrow and be ready. So we'll see. Uh, but Speaking Denver, of practice, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, the Denver is, you know, this is he, he's really not a factor in Denver. I think the, the key in, De in Denver is going to be the Patriots defense, which is probably, you know, going to play against, you know, one of the, and I don't want to say it's the worst offense, but it's going to be an offense they should handle compared to what they had did last week. Not that, that Baltimore's offense was great because they're rushing attack. This is another rushing attack similar to last week. And that plays into the Patriots' strength because if you have no semblance of a running game like Baltimore did not last week, uh, it's tough to score against the Patriots for a touchdown because the Patriots are going to dare you to throw short. And if you want to throw short and you want to move the ball a little bit, want to run the ball a little bit, run the clock, get your three or four field goals, fine. Maybe you can get a touchdown. Um, but I think the Patriots going forward are uh, – I think that this, this is a – this is not a Denver team that I think the Patriots are fearing. I think you more fear going to Denver. The atmosphere mm. is going to feel like a mm -hmm. playoff game. 
I mean, thank God the game isn't on Saturday. Zero degrees on Saturday. It's going to be like 24, 25 on Sunday. So um, it's going to be fun. Right. You know, it's interesting. I heard Tom Brady earlier in the week talking about, you know, why things will always go wrong in Denver. Even if it's not, like we're saying right now, the best team on the other side, it seems something happens or something plays a role and things fall apart quickly there for the Patriots and specifically Tom Brady over the course of his career. Um, One thing I thought was interesting, and I completely disagree with him, um, Bill, is, and maybe he's just speaking from personal experience, but he tried to say that the altitude doesn't play a role at all. And I I know from being there, I know from people that have played there, that I, I know and have spoken to, it plays a role. And you put that in, in a, with the things that you just mentioned there, the crowd noise, what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, there's just all these other elements that you have to deal with other than the actual team you're playing with. And I wonder, as preparation for that, what do you think the Patriots are doing right now in terms of factoring all that in uh, so that they can overcome those moments when they happen. And inevitably, they will happen. There'll be a time where they get a false start because they can't hear the count or they, they're off on the silent count. How do they learn from lessons past and apply it this Sunday? Well, the, you know, the funny thing is a lot of times, you know, teams react to the way their season ends and how they want to play the next year and beat a team. You could argue that, and this is what I think the Patriots are arguing, that because they weren't prepared on the offensive line for the noise, uh, and Von Miller was, and, uh, you know, you go back to that two-point conversion where the Patriots, I mean, I think the one untold story is that incredible comeback that they made. And, you know, two fourth-down completions found um, a great pass by Brady while being sacked, had uh, hit Bronk in the end zone. But the two-point conversion should have happened. He, 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 Gronk was wide open in the right corner. Brady didn't see him because he was blitzed, and uh, Von Miller got around and, and bothered him, and he just threw the ball to, to his trusted uh, Julian Edelman and, you know, was a, a throw in the middle of the uh, end zone and tipped. But uh, they had a chance to tie that. Uh, Dante Sarnecki is here, and uh, things have, I think we could say that this running game has gotten better, the protection mm-hmm. has gotten better, uh, mm-hmm. And it's really the same crew from a year ago. So uh, I, I believe they saw that as a problem. And Dante's brought the discipline back. So I, I would say, I'm not saying the noise is not going to play an issue because it does. This is, this is Kansas City. This is one of those four or five stadiums in the league where the defense really matters, the crowd really matters. It's, you know, Kansas City's one and uh, Pittsburgh's another, but their defense really is the defense anymore. Absolutely in Seattle. And here, and I've been here for two of the playoff lots, and it's crazy. It's loud, and uh, but I will say to the weather, um, it does, and not the weather per se, but the, the thin air, and it is thinner. It's a mile high, and I've jogged out there, and uh, you know, I was out there for the 2007 <laughs> World Series, and it definitely affects you a little bit. Um, you almost, it's like by the fourth or fifth day, you, you get ready for it, and they're only out there for a couple days. Sometimes they go out a day early, but I will say that is mitigated a lot of times by the cold. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's not as bad. It is going to be humid. It's, it's going to be 24 degrees and humid, which is weird, but mm-hmm. that's what happens there. So it won't be as no, bad. There, it always is, but it won't be as bad. Because as we know, kicks go far. You know, you 65, you'll see them in practice. They will make 65-yarders in practice. Uh, and they'll even right. attempt them in a game, per se. And that yep. doesn't happen anywhere else. 
Bill, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a quick one uh, before we let you go. You're talking about that altitude and the weather. So I'm there, I think it was two, the game 2003 when uh, David Givens caught that in the end zone late in the game from Brady there, and, and they actually beat the Broncos in Denver. I was at that Monday night football game as a fan. And yep. the night before was my birthday. Uh, so I uh, regretfully obliged to the boys taking me out and not obliging to the customary water that comes. I don't know if you've noticed it out there. A lot of places will hand you an ice water with every yep. drink you get. Yep. And I'm, yeah, I'm like, hey, I'm an Irish guy from Boston. I don't need that. <laughs> well, you know what? I found out in a hurry what a Rocky Mountain hangover is. And if it wasn't for uh, the wonderful food at the tailgate before that game, I don't know if I would have made it to the game. So it, it may not play an effect all the time on the field, but it plays an effect in the pubs, I'll tell you that. Yep. <laughs> it was... Um, uh, it was it, it's a fun city, though, I'll tell you that. What a great place. I have a great time. It's one of my favorite places. But I will say, I believe um, I believe the Patriots will, won't lose. Um, I think they're better. I think what we're going to see is what we saw against the Ravens. I think we overrated the late Ravens slightly. Um, we got a rookie quarterback with a very poor running game. Uh, he's obviously got two very good wide receivers. Maris Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders are, I don't want to say, I, I think you could say, you know, Thomas borders on being a star. Samuels is a very oh, yeah. good, uh, Sanders is a very good wide receiver, but uh, Trevor Simeon is a rookie. Uh, this is, you know, I know we keep hearing the word rookie wall per se, but um, we're seeing sloppy play, and we've seen it from a couple of rookies that are playing around the league. We see it in Philadelphia, we see it in Dallas really the last couple of weeks uh, with that Prescott, but um, it's, I think the Patriots defense is going to play a bigger role. Um, the Patriots are probably going to try to run the ball a little more. Uh, and, you know, this has not been the great defense Denver was a year ago. It's a good defense. Uh, the one thing they do, they pressure the quarterback with four guys. And uh, it's not so much for, if, if they can make Brady throw the ball much sooner. And we saw Brady do it against the Ravens last week. He made a pass that I, I don't know what he was thinking about. He threw that block to the end zone. I mean, he does that three or four times a year. And it happens only against the Broncos. It happens against the Jets, or it happens against the Ravens. And, in, and, you know, he made a couple of passes like that a year ago in the AFC Championship game. Of course, he came back and had almost won the game, and we're almost tied it. But uh, I just don't see – I see the Patriots just going in there playing a good, solid game, exactly like they played last week. And, uh, and this means a lot. This is uh, – really, if you look at the AFC, there's not a team there that can, I think, come to New England and win in New England uh, in Foxborough. Patriots having to go to Oakland, Patriots having to go to Kansas City, uh, both tough tickets. I think Oakland's probably easier than Kansas City, but I, the Patriots really, and I think they're showing it, they want the number one seed. I think that I think they realize how much it costs them. Yeah, ago. well, that's that's the lesson I think they learn. I think you're absolutely right, and I think that's what mo- what motivates the most right now, and I, I think it will pay off having that motivation. I'm with you. I'm saying 24-13 Patriots. That's my prediction Yeah, uh, I think it's going to be that kind of game, too. I, again, I think... The defense uh, really played well last week. And, uh, you know, other than those two, you know, the fumble and the muff punt, uh, giving them the two easy scores, wasn't really happy the way the defense responded to those two problems. I mean, if they held them to a field goal on one of them, you know, that's never even going to be a game. And it would have been nice for the defense to make a stand, and it never really did. It played well all game. It really did. Um, You know, everything he threw was underneath uh, Flacco. So, I think the Patriots' defense is going to play well. Not saying great, they'll play well. They don't have to play great. And I think the Patriots, with their mix, uh, with them spreading the ball around, uh, 
key is get the win, get healthy, and then figure out what they're going to do to get the hot top seed the rest of the way. I hear you, my friend. Well, listen, Bill, always a pleasure. We will talk to you down the line, all right? All right, probably talk next week. Take care. Have a good weekend. All right, that is Bill Burt, Lawrence Eagle Tribune, joining us here in the stretch run on ESPN New Hampshire. I'm your host, Jimmy Murphy. Justin Sullivan working the boards back in Nashville. We are at Buffalo Wild Wings in Concord, New Hampshire. Eight Loudon Road, right off the exit there of 93. And, of course, there's a hockey rink right across the street. You can't miss it. Come on by. Say hello. Enjoy the happy hour. Enjoy the uh, the boneless Thursday special, 65-cent boneless wings here at Buffalo Wild Wings in Carkin, New Hampshire, 8 Loudon Road. We'll be here for one more hour, and we'll be back in the next segment with Cameron Wolf of the Denver Post to talk some Denver Broncos here in the stretch run. Don't do me no done favor. Hi, J.D. and Snow Country. Brought to you by Brenton Woods. Now open for skiing and riding and voted top two in the East for snow and grooming this year by the readers of Ski Magazine. Visit BrentonWoods.com.